Welcome to episode 2 of the drama book. Woohoo! Did you listen to episode 1? How was it? Thank you so much for tuning in. Komap sumida! Arigato! Siesie! For today's episode, I will update you on the 7 dramas that I'm watching and a new segment called In My Book. I'll tell you more about it later. Right now, let's go to the updates. So the first update is from Dolasol. I caught up with episode 9 and 10. So during the two episodes, it's very trivial but I wondered if Goara can really play the piano in real life. Yeah, trivial. But they do so much of the piano playing. I don't know how the camera works or the camera tricks. But anyway, that's what was uh, in my head during uh, watching the drama. And of course... I'm sorry, I have to give the spoiler, but sila na. They already had their confessions here in uh, these episodes. One of the things also that came up during this episode is this stalker-obsessed guy with Rara. Who is he? He has a mullet hair. <laughs> Sabi ko na old-fashioned book. Anyway, we will know more about this guy in episode 11 and 12, which uh, I think is already out. So, now, let's go to the next drama that I'm watching, Private Lives. I also caught up with episode 9 and 10. Juwan and Junghan saw each other again. Yes! Nasagot yung question ko I asked him during the first episode, when will they see each other? And they finally saw each other here in episode 9 and 10. And guys, apparently, the sparks are still there. They had an angry kissing scene. Ayan, spoiler na naman. But you guys have to watch this. Which reminded me of the one in Another Miss O. Have you seen the drama? Well, personal point of view, I like the angry kissing scene in Another Miss O than here in this one. But they had one. So, the couple are now bonding and banding together to fight the big conglomerate GK. So, my interest here, and I'm excited to find out, is what sort of documentary, quote-unquote, will they come up with? Remember, con men itong mga to. So, let's see the next um, few episodes. <clears throat> the third drama that I'm watching is going up there to after startup. It's, it's my second favorite drama out of the seven right now. <clears throat> the Spies Who Loved Me. So, Ji-hoon is now reluctantly investigating his ex-wife, who he obviously is still in love with. I love the scene where the husbands, the, the ex and the current husband, had an encounter, and Ji-hoon was imaginary slapping and beating him up when he left the room. So, <clears throat> one of the things that, again, I wonder is that, who is the guy in the sports car that tried to kill Arum? And my guess is either her current husband, or the assistant in that car shop. We'll find out, of course, in the next uh, episodes. I also can't figure out if Jihoon's boss is a matchmaker or something. Kasi he keeps pushing them together, eh. He's, you know, he's been asking Jihoon to investigate the wife, follow the wife, and find out more. Para sa akin, that, you know, for me, that's matchmaking. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> I love the camera work during the reveal scene when Arum found out that Jihoon was a spy or is a spy for the Interpol, the National Police in Korea. 
So, yung mukha niya, the face, her, well, Yui na is the actress, so, the realization, everything, the story was in her eyes. So, I love that scene. Anyway, you guys, you know, need to watch this. I also love the OST. There are two songs there that, you know, it's in my Spotify list already. Yongha of CN Blue. His song is entitled, Shall We Kiss? And Iminyok, Only You Don't Know is a song title. I kept asking this, is this Iminyok of B2B? Because the song is gorgeous. Anyway, I caught up up to episode 6 and I heard there's already episode 7 and 8. So I'm gonna watch that for our next episode and give you my reaction. <clears throat> okay, the next drama that I watched um, over the last week is of course Homemade Love Story. I caught up up to episode uh, 9 and 10. And so, Jehi finally ended up living with Bichewon's family. How he got there, you guys need to watch it because it's kind of funny. And then, another favorite character of mine in this drama is Minjay, Jehi's mom. She's so funny. She de- she continues to defy Jehi's dad. And the way she did it was really cool and funny. And of course, ever so irritating. I mentioned this in episode 1. This character, unang tingin ko palang asar na ako sa muka. So, Soa is so irritating as well here. The more that she is, you know, rubbing me the wrong way. So, one of the things that, again, I wonder in this drama is this stalker guy slash con man who is after Bichewan. I, I mean, who the heck is he? There was a backstory or a scene uh, in earlier episodes that he seemed to be in the prison with Bichewan's dad, but no follow-up since then. Again, guys, this is a 100-episode drama, so there's more reveals, there's more backstory to come. I'm sure we will find out later. But I'm happy to confirm that my suspicion of who Bichewan's real Oma is, is correct! Yay! So now I'm excited if they are going to have their moment already, their reveal, and what is going to be the reaction of Soa, who is the stepdaughter or the adopted daughter of this mother. So, excited. The another drama that I watched, which is also good, is Dear My Friends. Okay, I cried and cried during this, um, I caught up with episode 5 and 6. Heartbreaking scene. Number one that I cannot forget is the one when the Ajuma actress revealed to her Ajuma friend, the restaurant owner, about her illness. Yung parang, you know, in the 30 years that the restaurant owner was hating on the Ajuma, she suddenly felt that that was so trivial considering the pain and the suffering that Ajuma actress is going through. Yon. When she was when Ajuma restaurant owner was going home, I was crying. So, another heartbreaking moment is when Ajuma Yonha, this is the mother of the girl or the, her daughter is being beaten by the husband. They don't know about it. And this episode is when they found out. Ah. So, Ajuma Jongha finally found out about the daughter. 
and again I was crying because the scenes when she you know was crying and was regretting all of the past days and years that she did not know or she did not see the what do you call it the signs heartbreaking again so one of the questions I had during this um, episode or during this scene when she found out is that why does the doting childless aunt which is a Juma actress why do they usually become the go-between or the breaker of news right for some reason they are always the first to find out if there is something going on with the kids I can so relate <laughs> anyway the next one that I cannot forget is the cruelty of Yonha the ex-boyfriend of one, the daughter of Ajuma Restaurateur. He was so cruel to send that video of him dating and going back to the scene of his tragedy. Sobrang nainis ako sa kanya, guys. And and I don't care if he is the handsome Jo In-sung, but nakakainis yun. It was so cruel of him to do that. So, and of course, the last um, episode or the last scene of episode 6 was the one that again broke the dam and made me cry for many minutes. Grabe. This is the paradox of that ending scene. There are two sets of mothers wanting their freedoms and how they got, you know, each set of mother got freedom is so heartbreaking. You guys should watch this drama. The other drama that I'm watching, this is drama number 6, Kill Me, Heal Me. Unfortunately, guys, I did not see any episode this past week. Pasensya na po. I was sidetracked by the typhoon. I was watching, I was gonna watch a couple of episodes last Thursday, but, you know, I got this, I get distracted and uh, with the howling of the wind, the worry for people. So, I just like, you know, did not watch the drama or any drama that night and I was just listening to the wind staring at the ceiling so sorry guys i hope i can catch up this week all right i'll be back because there's something special that i want to share with you guys for the last update Guys, I'm re-watching the kissing scene of Startup. I'm 
guys I love that uh, that scene that's why I had to repeat it again and again and you know make you listen anyway that's I think that's the song of Red Velvet I'll check out the title and share with you in the next one so anyway I love startup continue to love startup um, they are now at episode 7 and 8 and one of the things that I was dying of laughter was that one-upmanship between Dosan and Jipyong in episode 7. Diba? <laughs> Kakatuwa. Uh, it's so cute. But, yeah, I love it. Also, Harmony has figured out the rivalry. So, again, that's why this is so interesting. This, uh, next, uh, this last two episodes. And, um, one of the things that also made me kilig was um, I love that small smile of Dosan when the bulb turned blue. Remember that pang experiment stuff that they had? So, Dalmi touched him and swatted the hands of Saha and then it turned blue. So, that was so kilig. Anyway, it's just one of the OMGs was since Harmony already knows or figured out the rivalry, she asked Dalmi and ask her to make a choice. You guys have to watch that episode um, for the exact question. But gosh, the choice of Dalmi. Bakit? Anyway. <clears throat> but the kiss, guys. Dosan is bringing it. His pure heart is bringing it. Team Dosan ako, obviously. Okay? He has such a pure heart that he is beating Jipyong, in my honest opinion, in this love triangle. Diba? Ilawan ba naman ang Dalmi habang nagsasalamin? Panalo! Di ba? Winner! Winner! <laughs> Alright. Though, Jipyong gives a bad case of seconded syndrome talaga. Uh, what do you call this? He sways me from time to time eh. His character reminds me of uh, the Reply 1998 guy. Di ba? Parang he's always there but you know, stepping back, stepping back. Eh, mauunahan ka talaga ni Dosan. Anyway, <clears throat> so, I'm excited for episode 9 and 10. So, Sunday night is a start-up night. So, I'm excited to watch. Anyway, let's now go to the next segment uh, of uh, the drama. Oh, well... Welcome back. So, we are now at the last part of uh, today's uh, podcast and episode. So, I mentioned earlier that this is a new segment called In My Book. 
So, I gave five hearts to 20 dramas. Remember, I mentioned I watched 146 dramas. Out of that 146 dramas, I gave five hearts to 20 dramas. One of the listeners, one of the, you know, I was asked by a listener. Galing! <laughs> Kiniling. Sorry, I was so happy that there was a question. What was my top five K-dramas of all time? So that was the question. So before I answer that, I would like to say that I really do not like saying the phrase of all time, quote-unquote, in categorizing dramas. First, two reasons. First, because whoever is writing a piece regarding dramas cannot really lay claim to seeing all dramas that have been shown. I mean, according to the producer of Record of Youth, who was a guest in one of the symposiums held recently in Manila, there are 120 dramas produced every year. How can one watch everything? So you cannot really say that this is better than everybody else of all time. Okay. Secondly, each one has their own taste in what they want to watch or listen to, including, of course, drama genres. Like, I have seen like 146 dramas, but I have not seen a lot of the horror fantasy genres. It's really just not my cup of tea. Diba? And even if the ratings also are not like high in Korea, but you, you really like it. Case in point, The King, Eternal Monarch, it did not rate so high in Korea, but I absolutely love it. I will talk about that in another episode, but those are my, the two, my two reasons why I don't want to use the word of all time. So, what I decided is to talk about six dramas. You can Google the little things about, uh, you know, every little detail about this drama. What I'd like to spend time on is why in my book, they deserve five hearts. So, with the trend 20 dramas that I rated, I will be sharing six dramas. And these are the oldest ones yan, that I have seen so that, you know, people new to the K can check them out. Diba? Para may madagdag sa papanoorin. First off, shown in 2004, the drama is called I'm Sorry, I Love You. I really love the title. Mianata, Sarananda. I don't know where you will be able to find these guys because it's not on Netflix, it's not on View, not on Ichi. So, the best bet is probably the gray size. Anyway, this drama is a tragedy. Unche, played by Im So Chang, fell in love with Mu Yok, played by my one and only So Jisub. <laughs> Kasi he's my ultimate K-drama ano eh, actor eh. So, I cannot forget what Unche calls Mu Yok. Instead of Opa, she calls him Ajushi. Diba? Kilig. Anyway. And guys, she calls him, she called him Ajushi even when she was like declaring her love for Muyak. Ajushi, saranghe, Ajushi, saranghe, saranghe, sarananda, Ajushi. So, that's how she was, I cannot forget that scene. Sobra. Because it's so heartbreaking. Anyway, so in my book, Muyak is one of the most pitiful characters in K-drama. I, it's been 
what 16 years since the drama and I couldn't remember any as pitiful as Muyak. So if you have the time guys catch it so that this drama deserved five hearts. The second drama was shown in 2005 and the title is Charan My Lovely Samson or uh, My Name is Kim Samson. This is the drama that I first met Hyunbin. Okay. So, yes, Captain Lee in uh, <laughs> Everybody knows Captain Lee, right? Okay, in Crash Landing on You. So, I first met him or saw watched him in this drama. So, one of the unforgettable things here is the toilet confession and kissing scene. Guys, again, 2005, 15 years. It's one of the most iconic confessions kasi sa men's toilet siya nangyari. Anyway, okay, the kisses here are more real than the ones you see these days. Like I said, 15 years. Samson, played by Kim Sun Ah, is a pastry chef. So she's a bit on the plump side. So medyo tabachuy. And she met and fell in love with Jin Hon, a chaebol, who owns a fine dining restaurant. So, yung how they, you know, the, what I liked about this drama is the self-discovery, yung confidence in oneself, not only for Samson, but also for Jin Hon. So, this, eto little bit of trivia, because it slapped me right back in the face when I said I don't like the all, you know, all-time phrase. Because, my lovely Samson is one of the highest rated drama of all time, diba? With a peak rating of 49.1%. Yes, on free TV. Ang taas nun. <clears throat> the, the drama that came to mind that um, was that high, um, I'm not sure, but I think it's the world of Mary. But anyway, 49.1%. So, I'm sure many Koreans would still remember my lovely Samsung up to this day. The third drama, so that drama is another five stars, five hearts. The third drama is, was shown 2006 and it's called Princess Hours or Gung. And you can see this, at least, you know, salamat naman, it's still there and you can see this on view. So this is another classic. This comedy love story starred Ju Ji Hoon as the modern-day Emperor Ishin and Yun Unye as Chekyong. <clears throat> because of an agreement between their grandfathers, Ishin married commoner Chekyong and the funny moments ensued. I mean, imagine a commoner uh, being trained to be an empress. Yan, so, one of the things that I couldn't forget about this drama is the soundtrack. It's the first time that a soundtrack became as popular as the drama, I, I, I guess. Um, you can check it out on YouTube. There's There are clips of Perhaps Love. I still remember it up to this day. So, another one that um, you I cannot remember, I cannot forget is the iconic, you know, items in the drama, like the bears, the, you know, things that will remind you about the drama. So, I think this is the first one that has this collectible item after the drama it's that huge pillow that hugs you with Emperor Ishin's face <laughs> cute man ano meron siyang pillow siya check yung okay and of course the kisses super cute 
So again, uh, I recommend the uh, this drama, Princess Hours, Five Hearts. Okay, the fourth drama that I gave five hearts to is none other than Coffee Prince in 2007. Okay, you can watch this drama both in Netflix and in View. Yun Yune followed her smash hit Princess Hours with another iconic drama, this time with none other than Gong Yu Opa. <laughs> it's my first gender bender drama. Hankyul is a chaebol who fall for Unchan who pretended to be a guy so she can work at Hankyul's coffee shop. So I love the scenes where Hankyul questioned his sexuality but later accepted that he loves Unchan regardless of gender. Now, the drama has one of the most, well, one of the hottest kiss and bed scenes in K-drama land. Again, check it out on YouTube. Search now if you haven't. <laughs> so, it's so iconic in, in Korea that they did a, um, a reunion show recently. So, I, I think that reunion show is still on view. So, yep. Another one of uh, my five hearts. Alright. In 2009, <clears throat> I gave two five hearts to two dramas. The first one did not rate really high, but it's so... Um, cult, it, ha- you know, it developed a cult following, and the title of the drama is You Are Beautiful or You're Beautiful. You can watch it on Netflix. This is another gender bender drama that I cannot forget. Remember A Angel? Okay. The drama stars a band composed of Chang Kun Suk, Chung Yong Wa, and Lee Hong Ki. The casting was so awesome because all band members can really sing, including the pretending to be boy Park Shine. So this is the drama where I discovered the second lead syndrome back in 2009. <laughs> I wanted so badly Shino for Gominam or Gominyo. Is that's Yongwa. So of course it did not happen. Uh, Gominam Gominyo uh, ended up with um, the character of Changonso. <clears throat> and I, it is also the drama that I uh, progressed to like these two bands, FT Island and CN Blue. So. Go check it out. So many clips on YouTube for this drama. And you can find it on Netflix. The last one is, again, another classic. Everybody probably still remembers this. Boys Over Flower or BOF as we call it. So, this is Korea's version of the manga, Hana Yori Dango. Who will forget Gu Junpyo, played by, woohoo, Imin Ho, or... Yuji Hu, played by Kim Yan Jung, and their group called F4. Yan. They made Gum Jandi's life miserable, and uh, Jandi was played by Koo Hye Son. She is feisty and strong, and of course, second lead syndrome na naman ako. Worst case again, because I w- But since this is the adaptation, I think that this is the third adaptation from the original Meteor Garden. And then the Hanayori Dango. I mean, I posted it. There are already five. There was a radio. But 
in modern times, ika nga, in Dramaland. So, there's a Japanese version, Hanayori Dango. Um, and then, um, the first one that adapted it is was Meteor Garden in Taiwan. So, this was the third adaptation that I have seen. So, I know the story that, of course, Jandi will end up with Gujunpyo or, you know. So, but still, I had the worst case uh, of second syndrome. Grabe. That I fell in love with Kim Hyun Jung and his group, Double S501. I followed them into several of their tour stops in Hong Kong and China. Yes, guys, followed. <laughs> this was in a space of one year. Hong Kong, after a couple of months, China, and then back to Hong Kong again. I wanted to go in Thailand, but I had work. But anyway, there's that. So these are the dramas that I gave five hearts to. So that's it for now. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And to the sender of the question, I hope I answered your question. Please send me more questions or send me stuff that you would like, you know, for me to talk about. If this is your first time listening in, please listen to episode one as well. Give it some love. I did a bit of intro on myself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, send me voice messages at my anchor site. And uh, like and follow the drama book on Twitter at book underscore drama on Instagram at the drama book and on Facebook at the drama book so until next Saturday friends manayo matane sai jen and happy watching bye